Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Let's Debrief podcast. Ooh. I'm Jenna, and today we have a very special guest. Hello. It is not Ashley today. It is my husband, Tanner. Thank goodness. <laughs> and he's wearing his headphones. I am. I, I may be the first person to be on the pod to keep the headphones on. It makes me feel... It makes you feel like a real podcaster. Yeah, and that's the only reason I'm doing it. Can you hear yourself talking? Yeah. And it sounds good from where, where you're sitting? Yeah. Sound, oh. Sounds good. Do I sound good? Sound amazing. Wow. I wish I was wearing headphones. <laughs> we'll hook you up. Okay. Cole will hook you up. Um, so we're recording by candlelight tonight. Yes, we are. It just felt right. Well, we had to do it after Monty fell asleep. And the lights in this room are like LED and they make the they make the camera all flashy. Yeah, so it's kind of a let's debrief after dark vibe. Absolutely. Is that like have an innately sexual connotation? After dark? Yeah. No. Oh, oh, okay. I don't think so. Well, people ask us a lot about sex, so yeah, I mean, it's on. It's at the forefront. I mean, we got so many questions about it. We got so many questions in general. People, they just want to know. <laughs> the rumors are flying about us. <laughs> they love it. Just in general. Yeah, like, I mean, I'm that way too about others. Like They just want like really detailed things about your sex life. Oh, I just meant I'm that way about people's lives in general. Like, oh, I just like, I think humans all. are just curious about other humans and yeah. they just like want, that's why I love reality TV because you mm-hmm. just want to see what people are doing behind the scenes. And it is the most um, high stakes, mysterious subject there is. You know? Oh, yeah. 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 So, um, should we talk about our week first? Yeah, let's talk about our week from, um, from hell. Yeah, so we've been having a very hard, I guess it's been two weeks, two very hard weeks. <laughs> Going through a bit of a rough, rough patch. Yeah. Whole year, actually. <laughs> <laughs> All of 2023, honestly. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't know what it is about our lives, but it feels like it's fine for so long, and then like a bunch of bad Just stuff hits happens you all at, at once. once. But, um, we don't have to go into a ton of details, but basically we all got super sick, mm-hmm. um, which... The immune system of the Solich family yeah, has which been like compromised. Everyone seems like they're sick. We're reco- This isn't going to be coming out for a while, but it's mid-September right now, and I feel like everyone's sick. My sister everyone. had to come home from college. She's sick, like literally everyone. But so Monty got sick, which um, means that she doesn't sleep, which... As adults, when we're sick, we sleep more. Yeah, I just think she's. But babies don't. They just aggravated. They wake up. She's restless. Yeah, so she hasn't been sleeping, which has affected all of us. You were sick. I you was. also have terrible allergies randomly. Well, it's the mix of the two. I really was only sick for like two or three days. Yeah. And it was just very bad stuffy nose. Yeah. And I it mixed with the allergies, mm-hmm. and it was. It was horrible for like a good two, three days there. He was sneezing where, like 300 times per night. Legit. It was the most the most I've sneezed in my... It, it was constantly... You just felt like you were on the 
edge of a sneeze. Yeah, and he said it wasn't even like the good, like <laughs> satisfying because as he, what he said was, as soon as I would sneeze, it would load up again. <laughs> and it would. It was. It was relentless. And, yes, and if you guys out there don't know, Tanner is a soccer coach, so he has also been like out away from home like a lot. Lately, I've been home with Monty, and she's been sick and miserable. And then, on top of everything, yep, I don't even want to say it. <laughs> we had to put our 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 dog down, buddy, our yeah. sweet buddy. That I would seriously, I can't say like anything about it because Jenna will start crying. Yeah, maybe me and Ashley will talk yeah, about maybe it. You'll have a thing about it, but just you know, it's still very fresh. Yeah. We miss him. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So that has been very hard. Yes. Um, It just hits you all at once, though. Seriously, it does. And it's just like busy. It's like we wake up, there's something to do right before bed is like you're going. Yeah. You know, like it's just all day nonstop. Yeah. And and also to add in that fall is a busy season for weddings. Busy season. It's just, it's constant. Yeah. So anyways, that's what's been going on with us. And um, yeah. Um, Okay. So you guys asked us a bunch of questions. A lot. I think this is the most submissions that we've ever gotten on the podcast. Both, Both of these did. It's very sweet. Yes, Ashley and Cole already recorded there, so theirs is already out, and so now we're it's recording our turn, ours. baby. So, a lot of you guys asked really similar questions to each other, and so I kind of grouped a lot of them together, I paraphrased them, put them into categories, and we're going to answer the questions. Let's go. So let's, let's just do it. Let's okay. Do it. First, I'm I'm starting with the category dating. Okay. Okay. So here's the questions people ask about dating. Here's the first one. How long have you guys been together? Um, Three weeks. Yep. Not that long, really. <laughs> Just a quick stint. <laughs> um, no, we've been together since 2014. 13. <laughs> 2013. It's so hard because you graduated 2014. So yeah, I always was... think your senior year. And yes. I know you graduated in 2014, but it's the next. It so was yes, the end of 2013. November 2013. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so 10 years. Yeah. And we've been married for five Coming up. It, so our, our actual, like we started dating anniversary is this November. Yeah. On your birthday. Yeah. We always say it's the. We always said October 13th. We put it back a month. We were like together at that point, but mm-hmm. we weren't dating. But we would always say it was October 13th instead of November because it was my birthday that he asked me. And we were like, oh, we're not like going to combine those because it's like a big deal back then. Yeah, right. But we were together. We started being together early, early, around this time, actually. Yeah. Around a, this time. A decade ago. Yeah. Isn't that insane? That is the most... 10 years. That's That crazy. makes us sound like legit. That's... We're legit. That's... <laughs> I can't do math. How <laughs> much of my life is that? Like, almost half. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know. Okay. Did you guys know you were meant to be right away or did the feeling grow over time? Um, yes. Personally, I, I saw you at um, Madison's 4th of July party where we met for the first time and I was anticipating her coming. And so I posted up in my Adirondack chair with my sunglasses on and acted like I was so cool and like I didn't, you know, you know, I've been here before. I'm not really that interested, but yeah, you know, yeah, 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 playing it cool. And just you walked in and something like, I remember it clear as day. I'm just like, that's my wife. <laughs> well, I remember telling Madison, I have to marry Tanner Solich. I just saw you. I don't know what it was about you. It just, you... It's almost like you see your life um, fast forward in some moments when you mm-hmm. almost like feel that like this person is going to be of significance to you. Yeah. And you're like, that's weird. I'm, I'm going to marry. And sometimes I'm like, obsessed. I, I, you know, I think that teenagers are obviously prone to do that mm-hmm. with but, anyone. <laughs> but we both had dated before each other and, and we're very into the people that we were dating beforehand. Yeah. But this was like very, very different, I think. Yeah. From the get-go, like we were both like, we're getting married. Like, here's what kind of house we're going to have. Here's what we're going to name our kids. Like, we were very like obsessed from the get-go. And that's when we picked out the name Montana. Yeah. And in foods class where we also started dating because of, because we had a class together. Um, and what? I thought you were going to tell the story about when you said I looked hot. <laughs> I mean, it was just like a bold move. Like we weren't dating yet. We weren't even talking or anything. She just came in one day and she was wearing this outfit that I always like was obsessed with. And I was just like, and I was like not, kind of shy back then. I oh, feel. you were really shy. And I just looked at her dead in the face. I don't know what moment of courage. I just said, you look hot. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, we definitely both did know. Um, we're fast forwarding a little bit, but yeah. we have broken up. Oh yeah, plenty of times. <laughs> Only twice. Five, six, <laughs> seven. But and that's the. I have one more thing to add. That like yeah. even in like the stuff that like I'll write you a Christmas card or, or something like that. Like at the end of it, I'll put it's always been you, mm-hmm. and it has. It mm-hmm. like it, and that's kind of just the feeling that is. I just knew. It's mm-hmm. it's gonna be you, no matter how it, it just shakes up. Felt like, <laughs> and I know that like, as Christians, like I don't know if we actually really believe in soulmates, yeah. but it did just feel like this is my soulmate. Yeah, we we were also really young, so we will. But say that. over time, would you? Feel it like became that if that more clear. Now? Yes. Really. I always say like that is is kryptonite like whenever you like it's like the thing that you have to have but it's like bad for you. <laughs> is that what it is? No, it's it's the it's the one thing that can like stop Superman. Kryptonite. Okay. Like in the comics, like if they okay, need what, to Okay, what 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 do people mean when they say like that's my kryptonite? Like chocolate chip cookies are my kryptonite. It means it's the one thing that gets past your wall of defense pretty much oh well i always say like because we've had our toxic phases as well oh yeah and i always say like even if today <laughs> they were electric absolutely <laughs> even if today we were still both single and like in this like 
maybe like you were dating someone, I was dating someone like in between, like I know for a fact Mm -hmm. we would be tis the damn seasoning every time we came home. And if you don't know that reference, you don't get it. Don't listen to the pod if you don't get that reference. Um, I just know that we would be obsessed with each other. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. What's next? Um, okay, next question is, oh, okay, we're getting right into it. Did you ever cheat on each other? After all, it was a high school relationship. And then also someone said, didn't one of you cheat on the other one at some point? <laughs> I'm like, I have to know who like, you were. Aren't one of you like total degenerates? Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. I did. So we, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So like, even though we were really obsessed, like we definitely, again, had had toxic times, which. Just, and like, I will mostly chalk it up to. We were children. Yeah, and also, like, yeah, I mean. Like, even, like, I like I caught, I, I coach soccer now, and I look at, like, some of these 16-year-olds making decisions, and I'm like, oh, my God, you're an idiot and a child, and yes. you should not be held accountable pretty much for not anything you do. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But, like, you're just, you're, you're a kid. Yes, yeah. you really are, and it's like. Yeah, so we don't obviously have to go into details or whatever, but like, I think that Tanner is a very charismatic man, as <laughs> as we know from the wedding, the wedding um, chronicles of women loving him there. Yes, and women have always just flocked to you in general, and so mostly middle-aged women, but well. Uh, um, women in general have always liked you and and your your fatal flaw was always that you were too flirty yes and that, that is like my honestly what i struggled with so early was just affirmation i wanted to be affirmed i was addicted to that feeling and of, i think sorry i think also growing up you had a lot of insecurity that you didn't I did. Like share. And so then whenever someone would be like, oh, I like you. Like, even though you had me as well, you're yeah. like, oh, okay. But keep giving me that too, you know? Oh, like I would take it anywhere I could get. Like if someone made me feel like I was worth desirable, out of their way to say like you are desirable. Mm-hmm. Like I would just, I would give into that so easily. But. Yeah, and and we're not talking about like going out hooking up with people, like no. doing all of this stuff. No, it was always flirting. It was always flirting, and there was one kiss. There was a kiss. And we'll leave you with that <laughs> on the edge of your seat. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's really water into the bridge at this point. Um, okay. And like you look at it now, and you're like, we're full grown adults yeah so but like at when the people time, say didn't you one of you cheat it's like it's like i don't know i was i'm i'm different than i was like six months ago like yeah you know it's just that's it's gone yeah and at the time especially like for me it felt so like the biggest deal dramatic because yeah. in my mind i'm like this is my soulmate yeah and he just did this but it's it was like completely valid for you to feel like yeah. at that time. It yeah. Was, you know. And not that it was silly that for her to feel like that, but it's just like the stakes are so high. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and also, like, I will say, like, since we have become, like, deeper in our faith, deeper in our relationship, things like that, obviously we've worked through those things. Like, it's not like it's, like, still a thing no. now. And the, the thing that does suck, like, I even was um, at Fort Days um, at a bar and this was what last year yeah oh yeah was it when i was pregnant and that girl said that to you and this girl was like flirting with me and i was like literally stop like i was like get out of my sight but she was like so drunk and like yeah yeah. and then she like came back like 20 minutes later and she says and we live in a small town so this is very you know i heard you're a cheater I forgot about that. <laughs> and she said, and, you're pregnant, and my... your pregnant wife's at home doesn't know where you are, something like that. Yeah, I was, that like, was like, honey, I know exactly where he is, and I don't care. I'm in bed. <laughs> it's just so, and it's just like this forever thing, like on your resume almost, like for when you've dated someone. It's, it is, it's frustrating, but. It is, but. What are you going to do? Let me be the first to say, I do not care. Okay. Are there any fundamentals or things in general that you disagree in? Not like favorite TV shows, but when it comes to anything like faith, politics, way of life, etc. Honestly, I don't think really anything jumps out to me. The one thing that sometimes we'll like get a political issue and we'll debate about that, but it's never really like that serious at all. Or do what I, I really don't care as long as it's like the big moral I feel like that is something that's always come very easy to us is that we agree on everything. And that's probably our upbringing was very similar, which is nice. Yeah. Like, like I would say there's some like, I don't know, like on the level of like universal health care or something, (laughs) you know, like, yeah, we were like, oh, what if everyone had three visits per year to MedExpress? (laughs) (laughs) The worst care you could possibly get for free. But yeah, nothing big. No, I think that has, yeah, that's always been very easy and for us. And the, I feel like you really do start to morph into each other, like especially after 10 years of constant contact and, you know, not the yes. best, like obviously we're around individuals, but, you know, it just starts to blend in. Yeah, I think that over time, like we we may have started with different views about stuff or just... Mm-hmm. Whatever, but I think over time our shared life experiences have led us to the same conclusions. And we've always been kind of on the same page. Like one person will be like uh, finish each other's sentences. sentences. <laughs> <laughs> um, like I had a little like when it comes to politics, a little liberal phase when? for a little bit, like in college, I would say. And I feel like we were both in the same boat, you know. And then as we. I just feel like we moved together. Like it wasn't, I agree. Not that we're like far right extremists or something like that, but like, you know, just like yeah, we're on the same page and we're going there together. Yeah, yeah we never really disagree on things. Um, ever. Ever. We're about perfect. anything. Yeah. Oh, so the next question is, do you ever fight and what's the biggest fight you've ever had? Well, the parking fight comes to mind. That <laughs> I was going to say too. <laughs> Um, yes, we do fight. Um, I think that a lot of our normal fight, I mean, we don't really ever have anything like explosive. It's been nowadays, a while since we've had, like a blowout. 
Yeah, that was like when we were younger. But now, like, what do you think are like our normal fights are about? The honestly, lately, the the big fight has been not the big fight, but the big like the reoccurring theme. Theme is the schedule. Uh, The schedule kills us. I think it is like just a parenting adjustment because well, you can't just. Go both be gone at once. Yeah, and we're pretty naturally just floaters. I would say, <laughs> like, like, how do you mean? Like, I like before Monty. Like, we'd just be like, oh, I'm going here. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here. You know, neither like, of us are very Type A at all. We're both very chill. Like, go with the flow. Yeah, and that was just a big, big shift, I think. And so now we honestly we've been great recently. With the calendar well, we got the, this whiteboard. We write down the, the calendar. Whiteboard. The whiteboard's been big. Any couples out there that like s- struggle with the schedule or s- struggle with, I don't know, organizing, we have this whiteboard in our kitchen. We write everything on it that we could possibly do on like Sunday night. And it really, really works. I feel like I update it like every four days and I like change the days down yeah. so you can see the future but like it really helps with like because like i said you can't just leave a baby at home so well, <laughs> wait oh my gosh wait i have to tell you this really quick okay. so the bad broadcast uh-huh. is another podcast if you guys don't listen you should she is so funny but she was doing babysitting stories which has now has me convinced that we will never hire a babysitter it's not our family Literally, this girl was like, yeah, I was babysitting four kids. They were like ages like one, four, five, and seven or something like that. She's like, yeah, I got booty called. So I left for three hours and hooked up with this guy. And then came back. They were all still asleep. I'm like. That's crazy. (laughs) Then this other girl said that she she was 14. Okay. And there was a 10-month-old, which is how old Monty is. She said she could not get to fall asleep. It would literally scream for hours. She could not get to fall asleep, so she tried breastfeeding it. <laughs> uh, no. I was laughing so hard at that episode. Anyways. Yeah, we're never yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the schedule, the schedule has really helped us with our fights. Yeah, and the and by f- like, I feel like our normal fights like will be like. I can't believe you said that. Or something like that. Why? Not like said that, but why would you have not put that on the schedule if you knew you were doing that? Now I'm gonna have to ask my dad if he can watch Monty and I he already watched her two days ago. And then you'll be like, Well, Jenna, you didn't put it on the Google calendar or the Apple calendar, so how was I supposed to know that? You already knew that I had soccer practice. No, I would say you didn't put it on the whiteboard. <laughs> Everything Whatever. leads to the whiteboard. Yeah, but that's like that's the cadence of our fights. It's yeah, not yeah. like yeah, explosive at all. But before, they would be about, like, I'm thinking like when we were dating or oh. early marriage. It would be anything. Anything under the sun. <laughs> anything would set us off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just literally like you'd be, it's the classic well, thing. Like, I can't believe you did that. And then, like, it's well, like, my big ba- well, when we were younger, I always wanted you to do more romance. Yes, that's what we'd the always romance. fight about when we were younger. And, <laughs> and, the texting, and more dates, the texting. She always wanted me to text. Hey, we were long distance, 
I'd be more of a, a check-in at the end of the day and call rather mm-hmm. than text all day. Yeah. I'm not a texter. No. <laughs> nope. How many... Do you have your phone? I do. It's dead. Oh, I was going to ask you how many unopened texts you have right now. At least 1,100. <laughs> but they're mostly from group chats. I just... I don't want to text. Yeah. I don't but, want to do it. But I will say, like, if I had to be on, like, a... If they held a gun to my head, they're like call someone and they have to answer i kill you or i would call you you always answer really yeah yeah if my phone's not dead i always answer at least from me that's how my dad is too and you usually answer any call that i see i don't think my dad's ever missed a call from me or from anyone earlier today like tanner's dad called him when we were at a coffee shop i saw it on his phone so i just like whatever silenced it and then like 30 minutes later i'm like oh yeah your dad called you by the way he's like give me my phone I have to return the call. Because uh, I know our conversations last a minute and they're quick exchanges, you know. So I'm like, obviously, he had some information for me, which he did. <laughs> and so, yeah. you know, it's, just, it's also just like, I feel like he never misses. So I also feel the need to never mm-hmm. miss. But then he always yeah. tells me, I called you four times today. I don't know what happened. He always, he called me too today. I didn't answer. He should never try. I never answer my phone. Don't call me. I, I answer from you, but not really anyone else. Yeah. Um, What was I going to say about the fights? Oh, do you want to tell about the parking fight? The biggest fight? Is um, that, is that, is that the, or the drive-in? Mm, the drive-in was a huge fight. Um, No, it's not really. It's. It was, they were both stupid stuff. I mean, the one is I was really insecure about my, not insecure, like, um, terrified, terrified, scared. No, I don't know what the word is, but of my car. I didn't want anything to happen in my car. I didn't want to get a fine because I had zero money in my bank account. This is in college. This is in college. And, um, we were looking for parking in Oakland. And Jenna, and Jenna was like, why don't you just park right there? And it was like a bad spot or like, you know, like, and I was like, I need to park where it's okay. I know to park. that it's okay. Yeah. And it was like a week. And it was, and it was a week. Yeah. And so I, and we, you know, things just escalate. We lost it on each other. And it was like a fight that lasted so long. We were like screaming. It was yeah. just not very like us. It was a long, it was such an intense fight too. I remember it was just like, and it, it immediately became like, and you do this. We never yeah. do that anymore. If we're having a fight, it's about what is it happening. It has to stay on subject. That's something that I've always tried to like incorporate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, okay, don't don't go off about this other thing. Like it's it has to stay here if we're going to argue about it. And I feel like we do usually like now, especially like neither of us are ever like, oh, yeah, I'm, I don't know, I'm kind of sad. Like we just say like, Hey, yeah. I wish you wouldn't have done that. And then it's done. So it never really. We are not passive aggressive oh. people at all. If there's a problem, we will let each other know. Like there. Then. Yeah. Like it's just not worth letting it cook. At all. Yeah. So. On to the next. On to the next. Gosh, question. I understand why you go forever on these. Like once you're in it, it feels like time doesn't exist. I know you're like I. I'll tell you anything. <laughs> what do you need to know? I'll talk. I'll give yap. me a live feed. <laughs> I'll yap till the sun comes up. <laughs> okay. 
Okay, this one's kind of similar. What is your best advice for moving through conflict together? I feel like you both really see and hear one another. That's nice. Every relationship has their struggles, and you two seem like you move through them beautifully together, and they say, help. Mm. I think that we, like I said, get to the point of the problem a lot, and... Seriously, I feel like if there's a problem, we cannot act normal. <laughs> so, not in a way where it's like, I just like don't want to paint a picture that we're like going around the house aggressively moving the pans, like doing anything like that. No, we'll just be like, yeah, I just like, like am upset. Yeah, like it's not dramatic, but it just, yeah, we can't, we can't. It's move almost on. now like I don't have time. To be for us to be mad at each other, like that's can, very true. Can we just not do this? Like, let's fix it. Yeah. How many times am I gonna snap? That's like the fifth time I've done that. That's okay. Um, I think that the biggest thing with like conflict is both parties like caring about it. I guess like I think that was the biggest thing whenever we were younger that frustrated me so much was that I would always get upset about stupid stuff you know the romance the dates whatever but you didn't you didn't care you cared to an extent but you were just like you thought it was dumb Mm -hmm. that I cared so much about it and so it's like getting to a point where both parties like equally have the other's interest in mind and yeah. the marriage's interest in mind because even if you think it's stupid like your marriage will ultimately be better when you decide that it's not stupid and yeah. you should care about it and the thing is like obviously the number one answer to this on family feud would be like compromise and um it is that but it's not always 50 50 compromise some people sometimes one person has to give more than the other and and that's okay that's okay mm-hmm. even if it's just temporarily you know on this issue can you just give more than me you know mm-hmm. like that's that's fine okay mm-hmm. just and like a lot of things in marriage has just been like i don't why do you care about this like i don't understand why do we have to do this like i i just don't this is not how i work and then you just have to bite the bullet and do it. But the end result is so much more. It's delayed gratification is really what it is. It's Yeah, and I think if we are going to get a little spiritual about it, like marriage is dying to yourself. And so like you are choosing whenever you are at the altar to every day choose to die to yourself. And that's not just marriage. That's also parenting big time. Yeah. But like you have to choose every single day to put the person before you. And so like for us, an- another thing that we struggle with is that our love languages are radically different. And so different. That's we, honestly probably one of our, our biggest fights as well. Yes. Is that both of us. And, and also let me just say, I think that God, um, I don't want to say made it this way, but like, I don't know anyone who has the same love language in their marriage. Yeah. Love is not really, or maybe commitment is not really um, convenient. Mm. You know, it's it's kind of supposed to be difficult. 
Yeah. And sometimes an uphill battle. The if it, it wouldn't be commitment if it wasn't. Yeah. Because f- it's it's easy. The fight to like give even when it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, so your love language is words of affirmation and mm-hmm. mine is, is acts of service. And both of us will say straight up, we don't understand why the other person wants that. Yeah. <laughs> it makes no sense to me. Same. But we are working on still choosing to do that and for it each is, other. it is constant. You have it's to keep constant. up with it. it. You do. It does not fix itself. It's self-accountability to the max. You have to be... You have to have humility and you have to literally take each day and say, okay, I have to go out of my way to do this thing for her or improve this. Mm -hmm. And it's really frustrating sometimes. Yeah. But you're not going to be alone at the end of the dance floor when they do the the couple's dance. The anniversary dance. You're not going to be last if you don't get that down yeah and yeah and i think like while we're saying like do you need a cough no yeah i was just gonna let out a deep breath (laughs) (laughs) i think like while we're saying that it's hard also at the same time like it is like a beautiful thing to like be able to give that to someone it's incredible be the only person that can give it to that person it's amazing yeah the 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 gratification that you get on doing those and incredibly you know hard things and becoming and growing and then looking back you look back and it's just i even look back now it's only been 10 years since we started dating five years since we've been married i'm like man five years that's a long time mm-hmm. and we did that we did it pretty well i mean like it's hard at first and it's just not, I, I understand why other people give up. Not that I wanted to give up on you at any point, like entirely, but. Yeah, I mean. I, I understand agree. why people lay over. and. Just well, I understand why people are like, oh, it'll be easier with someone else. And then they start over someone else. Yeah. And then it gets hard again. Then they do it again yeah. and again. And it's like the beauty of just choosing to keep doing it for one person will. Yes will we'll repay give you dividends over time yes. and that's your partner will completely change every so often like i just said mm-hmm. it's like you're married to a different person sometimes than where you started because it is yeah not in a bad way i mean i remember and this is not to like say anything bad about her at all but i remember when we were getting engaged my mom was like are you sure you want to do this like you're really young and the person that you were liking when you're 17 is not going to be the same person whenever they're 25. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I think we'll, we'll be good. <laughs> I think yeah. we'll grow up together and, and yeah. still get along. And yeah. And you just do. Yeah. So if you just keep choosing each other, it just ends up working out that way. Sometimes yeah. you got to put in the work, baby. Um, okay. Do you conform to traditional gender roles in your relationship? And what are your controversial rules in a marriage? 
Have you ever seen those TikToks that are like, here's my controversial rules in my marriage? No. Oh, okay. Well, that's probably like what this person's going off of. Like, that's what their thing is. Um, you want to talk about the gender roles first? Yeah, we have very traditional gender roles, I would say. Um, we're at a point right now where um, I wish to be the sole provider for our family. And financially. Financially. And we're on our way there, I think. We're I, working towards it. Because um, right now we have a business and it's right down the middle. You know, it's both of our businesses. And it's thriving, which is another hard part of it. Yeah, is it's that like, do we want to stop everything now and like the goal is um that i would be able to fulfill that role and that she would be able to take care of our children i think there's nothing better um and i agree not a better dynamic and so we're both on the same page about that and you know it's okay if it's not right away i would rather be in the situation that we are in now and instead of forcing it and you just completely quit taking photos and really it would put us in a hard spot so i think it's best to just build slowly over time yeah and i mean we're very lucky that our jobs are not something that we have to go to nine to five it's not like i have to leave monty i really only have to leave her yeah what would you say two or three times a month yeah and it's like we're in a good spot like this is somewhere we could stay but yeah it's not somewhere we want to stay yeah yeah so we definitely do have traditional gender roles and um traditional values in general i would say yeah Yeah, just about you know even stuff around the house it's just it's it's the traditional (laughs) yes and (laughs) and there's nothing wrong with that um but i was gonna say like to anyone who is like very um like a lot of people are very upset by traditional gender roles or they think it's um, oppression of a woman or whatever. Um, And to that, I would say, I think that a lot of women have never, um, unfortunately, like been in a relationship with a good man who they would want to lead their family and to lead them. So like as as Christians, like biblically, it says like that the man would lead the family. And I think that people get really upset about that, but they've never. I see what you mean. They may have That's never nice had a, a good man that they would want to lead them. And I completely understand. Yeah. And the, the verse that always trips Wives people up is the submit to their husband. Yes. And I think that yeah, I would have a problem with that too if my husband was a <laughs> piece of crap. Was an idiot. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and that's the common problem that we face is just the men that really are worth following. Yes, and so... And for, it's kind of a trickle-down thing. Absolutely. For, and know. so, like, for us, you obviously are someone worth following. So it's like, I want to do that. I probably wouldn't want to if I was married to some schmuck. Of course. So that's yeah. why that works for us. Yeah. And we would hope that anyone yeah. else. I think guys get really indifferent in relationships sometimes and they don't show direction. Like leaders eliminate confusion. Mm-hmm. And if you're not eliminating confusion, 
then where are we going? So the woman always has, has like feels the need to completely take that on. And it's, and it's, it makes an uncomfortable situation for everyone. That's why you have like these guys that say, Oh, my wife, how do you even get away for golf? My wife would never let me. You're lame. And (laughs) like, you don't have any, like, do you have any thoughts like to contribute? Like, do you like, yeah, like are you just floating you... through life like with no convictions or anything? Like, not that, you know, I'm just like, I want to golf and it doesn't matter what you think. Well, you know? when, when your husband is contributing to your household and loves you very much and your family and is an amazing person and they want to go golf, you're not going to be angry about it. But of yeah. course, if your husband comes home and like is he's like hey babe i'm gonna yeah he's in in a a bad bad mood mood, goes and plays video he doesn't make money like and then wants to have sex you're gonna yeah and then on the weekend they're like i want to go golf you're like no and they're like oh yeah let's see if she lets me tonight (laughs) like you're (laughs) you're lame you're cringe you're cringe yeah you're cringe um what are your controversial rules in marriage okay so the first thing that i thought of is that (laughs) I would like I I listen to you whenever you tell me that I shouldn't wear something. Mm. Yeah. Is that bad to say? <laughs> um no, I don't think so. I think well, I think you know that I value I think you appreciate modesty. I think you appreciate when I say that too. You're not offended. Yes. So no. I ha- it's like I have your back. It's not like a I'm controlling you. Yes, and I think you know that I appreciate modesty and yeah. you also are like and I won't say it mean. I'm just like, um, let's find something else. <laughs> Not that you ever showy. wear. Yeah. I usually don't wear anything. But if I did, that was like the one thing I thought of. But a lot of people will say like in their, like if they make the TikTok, they're like, we don't, at work, we don't go alone with the other gender. Like mm-hmm. we don't like call the other, text the other gender. Oh, and I would say that's, that's pretty, I refuse to even be on the phone with another woman really that's not my mother or someone extremely close to you like yeah it depends who it is yeah like but like there's been a few times where it's been you know like you have like kind of a girl friendship that you kind of carried into from before marriage younger years and we've just always been like what's the what's the point why why even be why even why are we why are we talking if you want to you can talk to both of us you know yeah well a lot of times we'll make a group message yeah that's in it's nothing against the person ever it's just no i'm good if it's someone super close i feel like we're of course whatever about it but yeah there's a select few that i like just don't i don't really feel yeah, and it, it depends what the subject's about. Like if it's just catch up or something like that. No, you can you can talk to both of us. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just not worth it. Yeah. Do you have any other controversial things? Not that I can think of. Do you ever get jealous of each other's exes? No. Nope. I love them though. What? I love them. You love my Except exes. Except for the one. Except for the one that did the mariachi band. <laughs> <laughs> you love my exes. He was though? annoying. Of course I, I do. Like you do, yeah. I love your exes. Yeah. I mean, it was from forever ago. It's not small really. town. Yeah. 
This person said, I remember you had said the first year of marriage was hard. Would you care to elaborate unless it's too personal, of course? Yeah, I feel like we kind of touched on We'll be hasty about it. I mean, it's just two personalities and lives colliding. Yeah, and and we didn't live together before we were married. Yeah. And so that was hard because... Christian flex. Um, that was hard because, yeah, we didn't... I mean, roommates are hard. Any roommate is usually... Yeah, how many times have you heard like a huge... I just moved to college and I hate my roommate, you know. My like, roommate left an avocado out. It's, and you, it's you're just merging like your life. And your habits. And, everything. And your, how yeah. I wind down before bed. You just and, start finding your footing. It's, yeah. It, it is really hard. And so is the first year of parenting. Yeah. It's had a very similar vibe. I do feel I'm a little more prepared this time around because I knew what to expect. You know, I feel dying really, to yourself. I feel but, really good about where we're at now. And and that's, it is, it, the first year, like, I always hear that. It's just, it's not fun that often, you know? Like, There's obviously it is, fun aspect of it. Of course there is. But I wouldn't put the marker for this year. I wouldn't use the word. Like, I had the most fun I ever have. And that's good. I think I did the most significant things I've I've done, you know, by having mm-hmm. a child and, like, just and buying I've a had house the most and joy. like, like even just like I hate, I hate it every month. Buying a house is not fun. No, it's like literally the worst thing ever. And a majority of the work that has to do that you do in the first year of parenting and the first year of marriage, it is not fun. It goes back to that theme that we were just kind of saying earlier. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's not fun, it. but it does bring the most joy, most fulfillment. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yep. Um. Okay, we're moving on to the sex category. So all right. If you're in the car with little ones, turn Let it off. <laughs> did you guys wait till marriage? And if so, did you have a positive or negative wedding night experience? We did wait till, or no, at first. <laughs> <laughs> um, we did. <laughs> we did have intimacy before we were married. Um, and then what we, a polished way to say that we probably um, I'm trying to think it when was, you moved to college was when we got super invested in our faith and that's yeah. when we decided no more until we're married so that was what two two and a half years mm-hmm. yeah and even before that like I don't know were you I mean your parents didn't really talk to you about sex but like was that emphasized in your church like that you waited not that I remember yeah. So I don't know if I really had like that much of like a conscience. It was just kind of like, well, this is what you do with your boyfriend. Yep. It's very normal. It's very normal in high school, which is actually crazy. It's literally insane. Now that we like help at a youth group, I'm like, there's no way you're doing that. It's so weird. But I was doing it. I know. Um, but yeah, so we waited um, like two and a half years. Mm-hmm. And it was, what was the normal? What was the question? Well, how was your wedding experience and did you oh, wait? We did wait, um, kind of. Um, we waited past that point, which was two and a half years. And the wedding experience was uh, neutral. <laughs> yeah. For one, I will say, like, there's just too much pressure on the wedding night it's in ridiculous. general because you're so tired. That's my hot take. Even if you're a Christian, do you really need to have sex on the wedding night? If I could do it again, 
it would be so convenient to do it after the actual ceremony, like the way they used to do it. That's insane. In, that's how they did it in the Bible. That's insane. They would go in the tent and then they would come out and do the party. Right after, right after you're you're having sex during cocktail hour. <laughs> that's genuinely insane. Uh, insanity. But it would be way better than the night. You're so tired. Uh, I don't know that you go and like you get all cleaned up and stuff. You know mm-hmm. I, that just that if anything that feels bad. I think you should wait. And do it the next day. That's my hot take. If you wait. Just make it about the day. <clears throat> like there's couples that literally like are like, oh my gosh, tonight we're going to do <laughs> They're insane. Yeah. I, like. I mean, but we did. Just don't worry. About, you, have, you will have the time. I know. Yeah. And if I would tell myself, I would just say like, just don't worry about it. I wish we would have hung out with our friends that night, honestly. I agree. Um, But yeah, the experience was eh. Um. It was fine. It was just, it was just like, okay, we, we did it. There it is, yeah. and it, well, it is like a powerful thing. Like after you know, I felt like, like the next morning, this might be revealing too much, but the next morning, whenever we were still in bed, and you know we were mm-hmm. not, yep, go ahead, not covered. I felt <laughs> that time was very. Like it was powerful to me. Like I felt like no shame, like the way yes. it was supposed to be. It felt right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, but um, if you're wondering, things will get better for you yes, after it will. the wedding night. Just like anything, you just have to work on a sex life. Yeah. Okay. This person says, do you have sex advice for a married couple who wants to switch things up or struggles with different libidos and feeling guilty for not wanting to have sex and it feels like a chore? You go first. Um, when I read that question, I I mean, I don't want to assume because obviously there's different mm-hmm. like libidos across the board. Most of the time, I would say the woman is less um, mm-hmm. interested than the man on a daily basis. Sure. Um, and so like from a woman's perspective... I feel like it's very hard because like you never want to get to a point where you're like forcing yourself to do this thing that you don't want to do. Mm-hmm. But also at the same time, it's like I've heard people say before, like the more sex you have, then the more sex you'll want to have. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you never regret when you're just like, okay, yeah, let's do it. Like, it usually ends up in to be a good experience. This is in a safe, healthy relationship. Don't get it twisted that I'm saying anything other than that. Um, But I also think, and we were talking about this before, there's nothing wrong if your husband is, you know, in the mood and you're not. Just give him a little something. Or the opposite way, you know. Yes, and if it's the woman, you know. It's okay to give. It's okay to give and not receive. I think we need to normalize that. I think that is something that a lot of people experience postpartum. Yeah. The giving and not receiving. Yeah. And that's our, that is one of our hot takes um, on, on sex within marriage. Back up on the microphone. Oh, am um, I talking too loud? No, you're just breathing into it. Like, oh, sorry. No, it's okay. Um, is 
why is and just honestly on like the culture of sex anyway like obviously like the actual act of sex is the best and it's awesome but why does it always have to be completely centered around that like i feel like you can do other things other than the actual and i think maybe that's why even this person is saying like how can i switch it up because there's such a mindset of like well it has to be p and v going in this way in this position you can still connect intimately yeah and so yeah there's a lot of things that you could do and we won't get into specifics i mean like every time that you do stuff do you do you have sex like i would ask you that like that seems it's also like extremely extremely hard for most (laughs) women to orgasm during sex so that might be a reason why it's starting to feel like a chore during penetrative sex why it's starting to feel like a chore you know yeah so i would say yeah try to reframe your mindset around what it has to be every time because a sexual experience with your spouse does not have to be the same thing every time and the same thing that is in movies. Yeah. And I would also encourage guys to have a little self-discipline around sex. feels like, like even when Christian guys or any guy, like when they get married, it's even like, you're insane like you're mm-hmm. you're you're constant like just you're like that is a total like and like the woman just has to put up with that like maybe like you can get a hold of yourself as well like and have some authority over your body yourself and your emotions in that way i feel like some guys are it's just expected that you know i'm married i can do it whenever i want whatever. like okay like you can do it whenever you want, which mm-hmm. is, you know, if you have the moral boundary of it being within marriage. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean you have to be a dog. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't know. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. R- retaining. Retain. Retaining is like a big trend <laughs> that is like good and, for you. Yeah. You're supposed to like... It's, it's the whole thing is just discipline over... Oh, I thought it was like yourself. actually healthy for you it or is. something. Oh. At least that's what they say. Okay. The esoteric health community. This person says, does Jenna still dress up for holidays? And if so, what holiday do you get most amped up for? We have to give the background on this for those yeah. who haven't listened before. Is okay. that my tradition is to dress up like a sexy something for holidays and it's always like something that you wouldn't expect it's a fu- it's kind of like it's a hilarious funny... yeah like it's funny but it's like cute that you put in the effort you know like yeah you would be like a sexy christmas tree instead of like a sexy what yeah, your typical not like mrs claus or something <laughs> yeah 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 or like a sexy uh uncle sam or something like that that would be on <laughs> you know i didn't do fourth of july i don't think i've ever done fourth of july you haven't I, it was just an example yeah yeah yeah, so it's kind of a funny one, but yes, I do still do it, and you definitely have a holiday that you like best. Uh, you always get the most creative for Halloween. Yeah. So that's, that is, I literally never know what's coming. Like, it, it could be anything. Yep. And 
it would just be like you would just be like, I'm a sexy rock or something like that. Like, <laughs> no, I've never done the rock. <laughs> yeah, but it's just like they've been inanimate objects a few times. Is Absolutely. What I'm saying. Just like something so random that you would pineapple. never expect. Yeah, the pineapple. That was funny when I was when I had my pineapple phase. That I was I would literally eat pineapples constantly. Yes. So, so that, that was did for have his some, birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, some of them have just been like off the wall random. Where I'm like, okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's the way I roll, baby. Um, yeah, the Halloween one is the best. Um, okay. Going into the kids category. When Tanner was in high school, did he imagine having a giant family someday? Yes. Okay. Um, (laughs) both my best friends had, um, and still do, um, (laughs) big families. Yeah. And I just always wanted that. I always want. I want a thousand people to be at Christmas. I've always, mm-hmm. I've always just wanted that. And That's you have, all. You have a bigish family too. You have yeah. five kids. Yeah. Just feels right. Mm-hmm. This question says, which one of you wants more kids? Um, probably me, but um, I don't know. We've, we're pretty much on the same page about that. Yeah, I think we'll take each each one as it comes. I keep saying I will take as many as the Lord will give me. I agree, and I think like I think we'll know. Yeah, we'll know when it's time for yeah each one and absolutely you know, as many as you can disciple well. Yep. Okay. Any issues with marriage after a baby and tips slash how has being parents changed your relationship? Um. Wait. Say the first part of that again. Um. Any issues with your marriage after a baby? Yeah. It is a huge life change when you have a baby. I yeah. think that... And we kind of covered this. So yeah. So we don't have to go too much. I would like to say, though, like, I think that's something that is not really talked about or understood about, like, the first few months of being new parents is that the mom needs the dad to care for her so she can care for the baby. Yes. I think that dads will, like... You think, oh, I'm becoming a dad. Like, I should learn how to change a diaper or whatever. And yes, you obviously should. Mm -hmm. But, like, the biggest help that a dad can be for the mom is to be there for her. And even now, we're 10 months in, and that's probably the best thing I can do. Like, for sure. I will shine when it's trampoline time and when it's be crazy kids time. But the best thing I can do, even now, is just take care of you. I completely agree. So I can give what what I yeah. I can give everything to her. Exactly. It's just like obviously like she's getting to the age now where it's like she's laughing and it, like I play with her and she'll like lose her mind and you know we'll like play together mm-hmm. and I will invest obviously when I am with her I will read to her and I can do the things that you know you're supposed to do with a baby. <laughs> um, but that is not the best thing I can do is just pretty much pour into you so you can be the one that pours out significantly in this time yeah the ba- a baby needs a mom mm-hmm. i am a if, nice if, help i think i i i see myself more than that obviously i think you know me and montana are very connected and we have a really special relationship already but the the best thing for her is that you are on yeah, that's very true. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I think just give yourself like grace and patience. Like I remember just being like in the beginning of new parenthood being like, oh my God, we're never even going to leave the house again. It really feels like that. How are we going to ever go grab a coffee again? I remember thinking that like, what? We can't leave. Yeah, I do too. And now we have to leave. Yeah, now we're like, let's go do something. Let's get her out of the house. <laughs> she needs out of like, here. I remember being like in the beginning, we're never going to be able to travel. Yeah. We have to give this up. Like it does feel it just so. Feels for like a good amount of time too. Like two months, three months. Yeah. It just I would feels say really hard. Four. Yeah. And while you're still healing, you don't feel good. Like, yeah. but just know that it gets better and like. It gets so much better. Yes, and like the baby will sleep again. You will sleep again. You yeah. will have confidence to go out with them. Yeah. You guys, like, I remember like one of the first times that we were alone after we had her. Mm-hmm. And like, just, I remember you said, like, I forgot how funny you were. <laughs> and like, you will like connect again. You, you will find will yourselves yep. back again. You'll be good. Just wait for just it. Just get through it. Don't freak out. Okay. How long have we been going? We have been going for one hour. Oh, cool. So, and we're getting close to the end, so perfect. Um, okay, this one says thoughts on sending your kids to public school. Um, the current state of public school, in my opinion, is just not something I really want to be attached to at all, especially because I have been recently seeing the ins and outs and products of. <laughs> I mean, I love the kids that I help coach and stuff, but. I think high school, it depends. High school is a different story, I think, once you're kind of already yourself and, mm-hmm. you know. But everyone's argument is always the socializa- socialization of it. And I think that's just so incredibly attainable in homeschool and just really not that big of an issue. Like, they're going to be weird. And they're going to be like, they're not going to know how to talk to people. Well, that's on you. Like, <laughs> well, yes. And... And obviously, like, homeschooling, private schooling, whatever, is not an option for everyone. And so, like, if you are sending your kids to public school, there's obviously nothing wrong with that at all. No. But... And that's, like, going back to, like, the gender roles thing. Like, that's that's what I want, though. So, like, building up over time, like, for you to be at home, it's not just the now. Like, I'm Mm -hmm. thinking about it in the future. Yeah. Like... Well, I want homeschooling. I value our children to be homeschooled or in some facet that their mother has a large influence of what they're learning on daily. Yeah. Then you got to start planning for that earlier, you know? Yeah. 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 And, and in terms of public school, I mean, I think whatever issue you want to bring up that they're teaching in public school, I think our big thing is just that we want to be the ones who are the first voice to them Mm -hmm. about any issue that it might be. Yeah. I want them to be in an echo chamber. I don't want (laughs) it to be, I don't want the first person to tell them whatever it might be to be. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. I've had some great influences in my public school experience as well. Yeah. Some some really wonderful people. No, and And I I don't think there's anything. I loved school. school as well. Mm-hmm. I literally, I didn't miss a day. It's a fun fact about Tanner is that he had perfect attendance. My entire career. 
All of school. From kindergarten to senior year, I did not. Did you ever like go to school really sick? Mm -hmm. Nowadays, that would not fly. They'd be like, get out of here. Yeah, it did not matter to me. I would, I wanted to go. It was fun. Well, you're so social too. You were like, I'm going to miss something. Yeah, the the FOMO. Uh, Like if it was now, I would absolutely miss, you know, I would have no problem with, you know. (laughs) But just back then I was like, I can't miss a thing. And I don't want to miss a thing. Even when I dream of you. The sweetest dream will never do. I still miss you, babe. And I don't want to miss a thing. That was my song with my first boyfriend. Wow. I miss you, Justin. (laughs) (laughs) Saying his name is crazy. Um, Okay. Okay, this is... Now we're moving into the last category, which I labeled Other... Nice. This person says... Miscellaneous. You two seem very holistic and into health, so I'm confused about glamorizing cigarettes in some of your past posts. What's the vibe? The vibe is that cigarettes are cool. (laughs) (laughs) And that's it. I know they're bad. Okay? Everyone's like... First of all, nicotine. First of all, it was an organic cigarette. (laughs) It was. Nicotine is a fine nootropic to to a take by itself. What? It's the nootropic. Oh. Um, but the delivery system is what's wrong with it. And I am not a chronic smoker. I really don't even touch cigarettes. But if often. you, yeah, I mean. But if, when the time is right. Yeah, when the you're on the streets right. of southern France on a hot June evening, of course. Are you kidding me? There's nothing. I, you, rip a dart when the time is right. You know. I don't be afraid. And I think that like, there's a huge culture of men that are like separate themselves from things that are deemed as, like, unhealthy or bad or like, like. I know you want to rip a sig in this moment, so just do it. You know, like it's just not well, that deep. Yeah, and that's not for anyone who has struggled with addiction. Obviously. I'm sorry. I feel no, like no, 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 no. I feel like no, I no, always no. have to like say like a disclaimer because someone will message us and be like, "Well, my dad was addicted to cigarettes and then he got lung cancer and died yeah, 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 and now yeah. you're saying that it's fine." It's not fine, obviously. It's an extremely unhealthy habit to do consistently. And Yeah. You shouldn't do it consistently. And It's definitely 90% of people that get addicted to smoking, it's from their peers. It's from being around smokers that constantly smoke. Yeah. It's more so just, it's just a vibe. Okay? It's just a vibe. And the thing that Tanner and I always say is if you're ugly, smoking a cigarette makes you more ugly. But if you're not, really just ups your, ups your game a little it's bit. It's just cool. Everyone can admit it collectively. It's, it's just cool. cool. It's okay, cool. But I've never smoked a cigarette. No. But it's if you just did, Tanner. You would look great. Thank you. Tanner just does it every here and there. Let me and paint it's... a picture for you. You're around the bonfire with some of your friends. You're singing songs. You're making jokes. You're playing games. Wouldn't it just be better <laughs> with a stick? 
See, I don't really think of it in that context. I always think of it of like more in the classy way. Like yeah. you're wearing a suit. That's true. Yeah, it works both ways. It yeah. Does. It does. Um, but yeah, we definitely are super, we are pretty into holistic health. Um, but that, it doesn't rule our lives. And we will eat a hot dog. We will. I'm not too good for a hot dog. Have an okay. ice cream, okay? Yeah. We're, we're, try, we're. It's. As long as the majority your habits are in place that you eat well consistently, you yep. have consistent habits. I pr- could probably outrun a majority of people. Even the people the at the doctors were like, "Your heart rate is incredible. Like, it's do you run like all the time or something like that?" And I was like, "Yeah, I do." <laughs> you know, and I'm like. I'm, I'm an in active fine person. health. Yeah. Okay. It's fine to yeah. rip a cig every so every so often. And for a photo shoot? Of course. It's even better. Of course. Um what was I just gonna say? I can't remember. Okay. This person says, Okay, but Jenna, how mad do you get when these girls flirt with your man at weddings while you are working? It's in all caps. The actual question <laughs> is, how do you handle it? The disrespect alone would have me throwing my camera and storming out. I'm mad just thinking about it. It's all you. Um, Let me just say, it's really not... A wedding is like the perfect scenario because usually they're insanely intoxicated. They are... It kind of is like the perfect vibe for like anyone, like the photographer... You know, like that is like the perfect story. Like, oh, I was a groom's. Like, I'm thinking about it for me. Yeah. Like, and oh, even on the wedding day, like, there's not like huge indicators that we are, because we're, we're we're it's a busy work day. I yeah. mean, we don't have any like big indicators of like, except for familiarity. Like, I'm not like, we're not hugging that often, oh, or that you know what I mean. Yeah, like other. obviously there's a big old ring on my hand and yours, but yeah, but I think a lot of times people say like, "Oh, you guys are married," yeah, like, to each other. I'm like, is it not obvious? But yeah, no, it's definitely not. Like, and it's we're not, you working. Know, we're I'm on the job, you know. Not, yeah, you know, we're not holding hands or yeah, even like grinning at each other or flirting. You know, yeah, like, we're literally working uh, all you know, day. Yeah, it's busy. Yeah. So, but I mean. So I will give them that is what I'm saying. You know, in defense yeah. of the ladies. Yeah. Um, honestly, like, I feel like I am just very secure in our relationship. And this sounds kind of crazy, I guess. But, like, I almost, like, think it's, like, funny and, like, kind of am, like, sure. Like, go ahead. See what. Yeah, I mean, see what can happen. Like, I mean, it, at the end of the day, it's you know, nothing will ever. Nothing I w- will ever. I happen. would just look at them and either laugh it off or is, like, because usually it's just like slights. It's not something where I can be like, I'm married. Yeah, you yeah. know, or if there there have been a few very very direct ones that I've I literally say, stop, I'm married. Yeah, she's literally right. Uh, stop. Yeah, you know, and if I'm there and I see it, I just am like. Let's see what happens. Like yeah. I don't know. It's just there was funny. that one, that one run of weddings where it was 
It was when I was pregnant. It was during your pre- and you you were, that that did upset you and right right. It upset so. me whenever it happened so many times in a row. But the big reason why at that point was because I was going through a very weird time in the pregnancy where like mm-hmm. I didn't have anything that fit me. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't big enough to like wear a pregnancy outfit, but I wasn't small enough to like wear my normal outfits, and so I just felt so not like myself. Yeah. And in that time, there was like ten. Women. It was it, that that I've never been ever hit on as much as that time. Yeah. It was, I cannot believe how much. It would happen like three times at a wedding. And, and there then, was like. Then the next week it would happen like three times. It was, yeah. it was insane. Yeah. But no, it, it never makes me angry or anything at the wedding. It was just like afterwards, I was just like, oh, this sucks. Like, yeah. all these girls love you and I'm just like this blob over here. But I think it's funny. It doesn't bother me. I never think anything's going to happen, so I don't care. Um, okay, last question. Woo. Any other career or life plans outside of photo and video? And would you ever move somewhere else? Oh, isn't that the question mm-hmm. that I ask myself constantly? Every day. I'm very happy with my life. Um, and it's quite literally what I chose. And I'm, I completely will we willed this into existence, you know, mm-hmm. like we did not really fall it in some way. We, we did fall into a lot of things. Like I feel like God has completely laid out a path for us, but like at the same time, like we wanted to be photo and video people and that's what we are. And so me, myself, actually why don't you answer first. Which one? Any plans? Um, yeah. Plans? I mean, we said before that, I would like to be a stay-at-home mom. I really, I don't know if this sounds like superficial or what, but like I would love to do something with like influencing or YouTube or something. Like Mm -hmm. I just think that would be such a good way for me to use photo, like my abilities with photo. And then also just like incorporating what I'm passionate about, which is like my family. And so like I would love to like be able to work with brands. And you're so lovable. You really you. are. I mean, people just, you have like 40 best friends and you keep up with them somehow and you're just able to do it. I just think that you would be good at it because. Thank you. People are upset. I just, and rightfully so. You're just so interesting to follow along with. Thank you. Um, but yeah, like I would love to like work with brands that like align with like my family and like, I don't know. I just think it would be really cool and just fun. I know there's like controversy with like using your kids for like influencing and stuff, but I've never, there's like this whole space of people that like I'm connected with on the internet and they're non face showers, like the dangers of showing. We talked about this on the podcast before. I have not, I'm not convicted about this at all. Yeah. We literally had a full conversation about this on the podcast already. And I was just like, I don't, but people you know how many faces said, I see a day. Well, someone said that like something that people would do, like one of the big, like recent dangers of it is that like they'll use AI. Have you heard about like, and then what though? So like one of them, this wasn't like a face, but like one of them, like say I have this podcast, someone will take the podcast uh-huh. and use the AI of my voice and make it call you 
And then say, hey, Tanner, um, please come get me, please. They took me like they had me in this thing. I need you okay, to give $10,000. Okay, but what $10, about the face thing? What about the face thing? I, I mean, they they could just like get obsessed with them and stalk them, like try to take them. I see. Okay, well. But my thought is like, if you, if you, I said this on the podcast before, it was like, if you see me walking with my children and you get obsessed with them, what's the difference between if you see them online? I guess like, it's just If you're spread, a, a killer you know. and a stalker and you want me, like, you're going to Just a bigger me. pool of people that can see your face. Like, I mean, I see people's, I don't see that many faces in my daily life a day. And if they are, they're usually people I normally see. And, but on the internet, how many faces? Thousands. If you're scrolling or if you're doing anything, I yeah, but you're not a creep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I guess. Anyways, career or life plans? Yeah, like a thousand. the The whole thing of I I need to I need to pick what I want to. Um, Tanner is like next. extremely extremely entrepreneurial and has like at least 10 serious businesses that he actually wants to do in his life that I believe that you will do. Yeah. It's more so of it's analysis paralysis and it's, it's, um, it's hard to choose, you know, where, where to put your money and where you're want to put your stuff. But I have nothing to show for this really so far of my entre- entrepreneurial You're grinding spirit. in the dark. Am I? Yes, you are grinding in the dark. And one day, my haters are gonna. I'm making moves, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, we I mean, have life. We have career plans. We're not gonna say them. No, we're not gonna reveal those to you. <laughs> I I would like to take video further. Um, yes, absolutely. Into new, into new fields and new ground and new everything. So we'll see about that. I would love to do that and. Um, there's so many hobbies that I want to yeah. pursue as well. I think another big one for us is real estate. I would like to own some houses. Whatever houses. that looks like. I would like to, my most recent thing is I'm trying to create a, <laughs> we said we're not going to say them, but I'm just literally going to say them all. I would like to create some type of, this is not profitable in the slightest. Um, <laughs> and some of my ideas aren't. They're just like either. But you either, still are like, I, I want to do this for the greater good of for the For the good. Yeah, like even like a coffee shop in the town that we live in right now that would be a perfect third space for everyone. Like I don't expect to make money on that whenever I do that. If I do that, like it's strictly for the community aspect of what a coffee shop brings to a town. that. And it will have a corner of toys for kids because there's no places where kids can play that are yeah. inside. Yeah. That, but that, but my re- most recent one is I really want to take a trip with some guys that like you know we pull our money get together and like go on some really cool um, adventure that's not really that fun like it's more so like survival mode su- survival mode but like just like where it's real it's not like planned that much like we're just figuring it out figuring it out and like just like going into a space like obviously there's like a rough plan but i really would like to like to do that but um but that is not just a trip that would be like some type of thing where like it's an organization where that happens Mm -hmm. on a yearly whatever basis yeah right it would be through a group but like obviously it's not like mission or Mm -hmm. oriented or like anything like that it's just for 
adventure. I feel mm-hmm. like the American adventure that men pursued for so long of exploration and mm-hmm. um, danger is gone. And those opportunities need to be sought out instead of naturally coming to people, you know? Yeah. So that is a core need for a man. Yeah. Men are uninitiated in this country. They go from boyhood to manhood without anything happening to take them from one place to the next. If that Mm -hmm. makes sense. Yeah. They are not um, like another countries or tribes like it'll they go they go away to become a man and they come back better Hmm. and so that's why i feel like we're messing around with the there's man children everywhere or that aren't that don't see themselves as a as a man Hmm. you know and i i feel like that takes some type of journey and figuring out who you are in order to do so you know, mm-hmm. but um, where we want to live is the next question, right? I'm very happy here. Um, I do go back and forth. I, I, the thing is, I want to live in a town where it's, I don't know, what would you say? Thriving community? Yes, thriving community. And that's the one thing that we're missing. Like, I love the small town feel with small town businesses. I love seeing people that I know actually, like when we live in Pittsburgh, you'd see 5,000 different people a day. I love seeing the people that I know consistently. I love going on walks and having, catching up with, you know, which is available obviously in cities, but like the idea of like the town that you have um, actual community is so attractive to me. So we do have a really nice setup for that here in Ligonier. Yeah. It's so close to being, I think we're missing a church that brings everyone together. Um, I think we're missing a lot of like, we have pretty good community events. We even have like a really great farmer's market on Saturdays that Mm -hmm. is, you know, there's some really good actual farm stuff that you can buy there. And like, I think there might be a really good community for others here, but we're not in it. Yeah, it, because we're it's an young. age gap. Yeah, yeah, there is a There's big age gap. There's probably a lot of like forty year olds who are like, "This is the best place on earth." Like, yeah, all my best friends are here. We all have kids. Like, yeah, thriving. Yeah. I feel like your brother and yeah. his wife are in that. Like, they, they have are. so many friends. They're, They're very connected and very. Yeah, it, it is definitely a big age gap. So the house we're across from us just it. went up for sale. So if anyone wants to buy that, and we can take over the town together, but yeah. Um, it's I and it is my hometown and where I've always grown up so it is sometimes I think about that and it's like is it lame to do so but at the same time I'm like I think it's really beautiful to live and call community like your entire life in one place yeah and we didn't just come back because it's our hometown we we actually love we it do. and it's just we awesome found ourselves here. for so long when we would go on a date night, we would just come here, and we were like, "I mean, the Laurel Highlands, the the like just the, the nature." It's I, I love it here, but yeah. at the same time, there's some green grass, um, other places, and it is tempting to sometimes think and imagine your entire life there, and 
with people what your could age be or, there yeah, yeah it's hard because it's like what could be there yeah. i could go there and be miserable and wish i was back here or i could go there and be like why didn't i come here sooner yeah which is very that does happen so like you know there are some spots in the country where i look at and i'm like you know maybe you know yeah. i'm open to it and i think yeah we're very open to whatever god has for us especially if the community aspect doesn't get fixed which i'm more than willing to help fix but i can't do on my own obviously yes um and yeah as most people know we love traveling so yeah we love it out west and we love the south and we're really open to anything um but but as, mate, for the, now yeah yeah, it's but the, the best the best thing ever would be if we were able to create spaces, real estate in places that we love that we could rent to people mm-hmm. and then use it when we were wanting to. Yeah, and it's not even like a for-profit. Like even that, I'm like... No, but I'm, I'm just not... saying like if I said, well, we want to get a second home, then that immediately sounds very like... No, I, won't, I would like to create spaces in the places that I love that you're able to go and really be in the community of like, I'd love to have a place in Colorado where you're in the mountains, mm-hmm. you know, and like I need the mountains. Then we just, we're gone, you know? Yep. So I would love to do that with um, my friends as well. So, you know, it's not, everything just doesn't have to be by yourself. And that's mm-hmm. honestly what I'm looking for. I'm looking for community here that wants to build something special and something that, kids will be able to thrive in and you know because mm-hmm. everyone that's monty's age here their parents are are 38 mm-hmm. most people yeah. yeah but and i if i'm 25 and single or 25 and even married without kids i'm not really thinking this place isn't really on my radar yeah but i do think the american town is going to make a comeback oh wait, but, and it is yeah it really is um, but yeah, we yeah. have, we have big goals. We, we're never, we're never going to stop. <laughs> um, I do have, I have a vision, you know, and yeah. And I think I, that vision changes sometimes, but it's always looked very, very similar. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we've been talking for an hour and a half, yep. which I honestly Sorry. expected longer. So. Oh really? Yeah. Well, how long do these typically Usually between an hour and an hour and a half. It's usually like 115 is average. Cool. All right. Um, Ash and Cole said they talked a long time, so I don't feel bad. All right. Um, anyways, this was nice. I enjoyed yeah. this. It was fun talking. Love the pod. Thanks. Do you listen? I do. Nice. I listen. Okay. Well, I don't have a lot of listen time anymore. Yeah. That's I'm the a thing big with, car listener. Well, that's the thing with Tanner's job is like, since he edits video, like he has to listen to the video and the music. He can't. It's like for me, I can listen to podcasts when I'm editing photos. I would love to listen to podcasts and or audio. I haven't read a book in forever. Yeah. Because, or listen to a book, which I really used to love doing when I would drive more. But now I don't really drive that much and I have to listen when I work. My mm-hmm. ears have to be occupied. Yeah. But Yeah. But thanks for coming on the pod. Thanks for having me. It was, it was really nice. It was fun. It was fun. Um, all right. Well, I think that's all we have for you guys. And um Love you, debriefers.
Yeah, I don't think there's anything else. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe. Don't want to close my eyes. Don't want to fall asleep because I miss you, babe. And I don't <laughs> want to miss a thing. Is that what we were saying earlier? Yeah. Okay, okay. That's okay. Well, we love you guys, and we'll see you next week. Bye.